Hey everyone. All right. I'm getting this episode posted late. I worked late and then I had to pop on YouTube to listen to my friends over at Nerdcage Live. I highly recommend you check them out. Um, they just wrapped up and now I'm ready for our adventure. So here we are at 95th and Western. Thank you for sticking with me on this adventure as we explore the longest street in Chicago, Western Avenue. All right, so make sure you got your Google Earth app or the Maps app of your choice handy and let's stroll this mile. Also, as a note, you can use Google Earth on your computer too. I use it all the time. <laughs> and as you've heard me say before, I really like Google Earth, and particularly because you can look at locations in both 3D and street view. All right, let's go. Now, the next mile of this adventure is from 95th Street to 87th Street. Now, yesterday, you heard me talk about the plaza, the old mall that was the haunt of so many young Chicagoans, including myself and my older sister, Trevette, ranging back to the 50s. Now, if you listen closely, you heard me make reference to Evergreen Park. Now, I didn't take time to talk about Evergreen Park, but I want to do that today. And a few blocks up, we'll also be passing one of my favorite ice cream spots in the city. And we'll chat about that, too. Now, the street that we've been on, Western Avenue, is the eastern boundary line for Evergreen Park, a suburb of Chicago. Interestingly, the suburb is surrounded by the city of Chicago on three sides, while two other suburbs, Oaklawn and Hometown, border it on the west. You can take a minute in Google Earth or whatever map app you're using to scroll out, and if you click the name Evergreen Park, you'll actually be able to see the boundaries of the suburb. As early as 1828, a German farming family had settled in this area of what is now Evergreen Park. In the succeeding decades, other German immigrants arrived and Kedzie Avenue, which is a half mile west, and 95th Street crisscrossed the farmland and provided access to markets. The first railroad, which is now the Grand Trunk Railroad, came through this area in 1873. I mean, we're talking so long ago. Uh, and in 1875, the community built its first school just west of 95th and Kedzie. The school and the stores that began to cluster around this intersection defined the community's main business area. So while it's easy to see that this is a bustling business area, this has always been that way. Coincidentally, the village was uh, supposed to be centered on a park that was full of evergreen trees and appropriately named Evergreen Park. However, the actual midpoint of town is 95th and Kedzie, and that park was later renamed to Klein Park. Now, as a result of the financial panic of the 1890s, several surrounding communities voted to be annexed by Chicago, and that's part of to explain for the weird boundaries that you see, especially towards this end of town. Realizing the current and future potential of a strong business district, and in order to avoid annexation during the Sears economic crisis, the village of Evergreen Park declared its independence and was incorporated on December 20th, 1893. Prior to its incorporation, the village was sustained by approximately 500 regional residents. During the 1890s, the village of Evergreen Park officially occupied an area of four square miles. It now covers an area of pretty much the exact same size today. So we only have to go about two and a half blocks to get to our next destination. Now, as we get to 92nd place, I recommend that you drop down into street view so you can wander at the spectacle that is the home of the original rainbow cone. 
Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. We need some smooth music to talk about this smooth as ice cream. better. Notice the peculiar color of the building and don't forget to notice the actual rainbow cone on top. Marvelous. I love ice cream. So rainbow cone is a staple of summertime Chicago. One of the things that makes the original rainbow cone so unique is that it is a combination of ice cream and sherbet, which you don't often find. Also, the formula and flavors haven't changed in close to 100 years. Rainbow Cone was founded by Joseph Sapp in 1926 while he worked as a Buick mechanic. According to the Rainbow Cone website, one of Joe's favorite luxuries was ice cream, but he never seemed satisfied with just one flavor. Coupled with a creative heart and being an out-of-the-box thinker, Joe started the original Rainbow Cone with his wife Catherine. While the Rainbow Cone saw many variations of flavors, they eventually nailed down the flavors that it is today. Chocolate, strawberry, Palmer House, pistachio, and orange sherbet. Stack those five flavors on a cake cone and voila, you have a virtual work of art. A few years later, Joe went on to purchase a larger building on 92nd and Western, which is where it still stands today. The business was eventually passed on to his son and then eventually his grandson, who owns the business today and serves up the beautiful dessert that his grandfather invented nearly 100 years ago. I can in no way, shape, or fashion offer a description of a rainbow cone that will do it justice. I encourage you to visit their website at rainbowcone.com or visit them on Instagram. You have to see this. Now, it's not quite scoops. It's more like slabs of ice cream, an increasing size as you move to the top, and the flavors are not put on your cone haphazard. No. The flavors are ordered very deliberately. Chocolate, strawberry, Palmer House, pistachio, and orange sherbet. Every single time. I love it. it it's like, it, it just makes life, like, it, it gives everything meaning because it has order. It provides order amongst chaos. Maybe rainbow cones are the secret of the universe. I don't know. Maybe. But anyway, no one I Whenever I tell people about Rainbow Cone, the first thing they always ask is, what is Palmer House? Great question. So Palmer House ice cream, which is actually New York vanilla with cherry and walnuts. I was always told that it was originally created for the Palmer House Hotel in Chicago. I honestly don't know if that is true or not, but Chicago has many legends, which you don't actually know if they're completely true or not. In any case, the ice cream is amazing. Now. Rainbow Cone serves other flavors other than what's on the actual Rainbow Cone. I've never had any of them. If you visited Rainbow Cone with me, you've heard me say it. Visiting Rainbow Cone and not getting a Rainbow Cone is sacrilege, and I won't abide by it. You go with me, I'm buying your cone. You get something that's weird, I'm not buying your cone. Now, <laughs> that's how it is. Now, unlike most people, my memories of Rainbow Cone don't actually go back to this actual location. Uh, I don't actually have 
any memories of visiting this place as a kid. Uh, my memories actually go back to the Taste of Chicago. So the Taste of Chicago, known locally as The Taste, is the world's largest food festival held for five days in July uh, in Chicago uh, in Grant Park. It's a lot of ends. If you and if you haven't noticed by now, Chicagoans shorten everything. So the taste of Chicago is the taste. Uh, Evergreen Plaza is the plaza. <laughs> the original Rainbow Cone is Rainbow Cone. It's just how it is. It's what we do. And the taste is also the largest festival here in Chicago. Um, so Rainbow Cone always has a booth at the taste. And from a child ranging up into my adulthood, I would always be sure to get at least one. And depending how many days I went to the taste, one a day, uh, <laughs> rainbow cone at the taste. And I would just kind of sit on the curb because it's a street festival and the only place to sit is on the curb. And I would just eat my rainbow cone and it would be amazing. So yes, if you come to Chicago and don't visit the original rainbow cone, you are wrong. If you are a Chicagoan and have not had a rainbow cone in 2020, you are wrong. Yes, they require masks and social distancing currently. I've been there. Uh, so it is a great escape from everything going on right now. Also, Rainbow Cone has pre-packed pints and quarts, so you can just get one of those and get your enjoyment at home. Now, as we continue our journey to 87th Street, you'll notice that we are suddenly surrounded by trees. <laughs> we were It was business, now it's trees. Well, we have arrived at the southern boundary of the Dan Ryan Woods. You'll notice all the signs for the various picnic groves as we near the intersection. We will talk about Dan Ryan Woods tomorrow. And here we are, 87th Street. In regular times, I would say that was a great little stroll to work off that ice cream we just had. But sadly, my hands are not sticky from Rainbow Cone at this moment, but I legit may fix that tomorrow because it's Friday. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for strolling down Western with me. We've knocked off another mile and I'm so excited to get into uh, the next mile tomorrow. I'm, I'm just, and I'm also so excited about all the amazing feedback I've gotten. And yes, I'm taking on this Napod Pomo challenge head on. All right. So please continue the journey with me tomorrow. Please like this episode, subscribe, share it with at least one friend, and then please rate and review. It helps out the pod immensely, and I would appreciate it. Also, if you'd like to support this journey by adding to the OTBP, that's off the beaten podcast, coffee fund, you can absolutely do that by visiting buymeacoffee, just all one word, dot com slash off the beaten podcast you could buy me one cup of coffee two cups of coffee there was this amazing and i mean amazing in every single way young lady who bought me 99 cups of coffee last year it was fabulous but you can buy one it's fine <laughs> that money will go to oat milk and co and collectivo coffee beans that's my like those are my like mixture my uh i don't even know what the, the word for that, that's the that's the the, the potion it's a potion i'm making <laughs> And so I can keep myself fueled through this arduous journey. All right. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. And I will see you all tomorrow. Peace. Peace.